And then one day he went and tried to rent them out, and then he became one real investor man. Hey everybody, this is Lane with the Simple Passive Cashflow Podcast. If you guys haven't already, please leave a review on iTunes. It really helps the show and it helps fight the negative one-star reviews that are out there, I'm sure. I haven't looked at them, but I'm sure they're out there. And also share this podcast with your friends because one of these days, you guys won't have anybody to go to lunch with when you're home doing nothing midday. So uh, yeah, share it with friends. Not being one of the big boys of investing, aka accredited investors in the eyes of the SEC, it's tough to find good options. But then I started investing in the American Home Preservation or AHP fund, which is crowdfunding the mortgage crisis in America. The fund purchases distressed mortgages and collaborates with existing homeowners to keep them in their homes. It's a great way to make returns while feeling good about making a social impact. After investing myself in the fund, it was awesome when they approached me to become an advertiser of the company. You can start investing with as little as 100 bucks. To learn more, visit investinhp.com. Today, I got a guest. How are you doing, Vinny? Hi. Hi, Lane. I'm doing well. How are you? It's Friday here. I know. TGIF. Yeah. <laughs> I got paid. It was easy money at my W-2 job. Oh, W-2. You know, I gave that up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Vinny, how much simple passive cash flow are you making today and how are you doing it? Okay, Lane, you know, I'm doing extremely well. Just to let to, you know your audience know, I've been, you know, buying real estate for about 30 years, 34 years and bought a lot of single family homes and I've been enjoying the positive cash flow. And then I turned into multifamily kind of thing about 10 years back. And we own a lot of multifamily now. I'm doing really well. And I gave up my job in 2015, just to let you know. So no W-2. And it's what were all you doing me. then? Oh, I were doing, you know, I've been a motivational. I came from India about 40 years back, uh, you know, with $7 in the pocket, like everybody did, you know, immigrants. And I went here to do my MBA in marketing. I'm an engineer, mechanical engineer from India. But then I, you know, changed my field. I closed the chapter on, uh, you know, engineering, got into motivation speaking, fundraising. And that's what I did for 37 years with one fine company out of Tennessee. So I'm really, really glad that I was with them. But it gave me flexibility to have a lot of free time because I was a public speaker and helping and all. But I would have a lot of time at my hand and I became a broker and all and got into reinvesting single family, multifamily and so on. So we live comfortably near San Francisco now. Take us back to the beginning, you know, when you were starting with the single family. What year was that and what were you doing for a day job okay. at the time? I would love to, Lane. You know, we got married in 1980, so we've been married 37 years, my wife and I, and we were going to buy a home in Ohio, Findlay, Ohio. We lived in Bowling Green, Ohio, I remember, but my motivation company, they were trying to open West Coast, and the president sat down with me and said, Vinny, would you like to go to California? I said, what? Where? How? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I didn't know ever that I'll be in California this 37 years back. And I came. I'm so glad my some good friends in our circle here in the Bay Area. I live near San Francisco in Danville. You know, they were talking about real estate. I mean, literally 
they were my friends in the early years and they are still my friends this for the last 37 years and they had single family homes one was into apartments also and he's a very good friend of mine as of today also and then there were some people so i think you know it's the association if you meet with people and they talk about real estate you are curious to find out and that's what happened with us in 1983 our son was born and we bought our first home yeah 61500 in nearby in the valley paid 11500 down and that home are you ready went to 317500 so at that point you weren't doing any investing you were just yeah i was just buying single family homes then i refinanced that first home by the way later on in you know in the years i think 7 years later or something and you know then we started buying in 2004 5 6 i think we bought some more in phoenix we bought in texas all that yeah you know it's good to get these prices up and then pull the money out and then reinvest i'm sure your investors can really relate to that yeah what we try and do here is we underwrite the deals in the single family homes so we at least have a few hundred dollars of passive cash flow in there sure. so in, ca- in case the market does go down that we still have that cash flow but the appreciation is secondary in a lot I of the places we're at we're not counting on very much appreciation gotcha gotcha and you know cash flow is the king i agree with you totally you know because that's what pays the bill so vinny what ultimately made you transition from a primary residence owner to start jumping into these single family homes You know good point Lane I think again you know the buzzword back then and the buzzword now is cash flow you know you always want to like I remember reading the book from Robert Kiyosaki you know rich dad poor dad I remember reading the book Napoleon Hills you know think and grow rich I remember reading the book from W D Schwartz Magic of Thinking Big <laughs> you know all those stuff and i was in motivation speaking i remember reading the book from tom hopkins how to master the art of selling anything i remember reading the book from charlie tremendous jones life is tremendous all those good things right you know and not only that i think i also started reading the book from mcclenny abc of investing i think something like that there is a book abc of investing commercial or uh, in like that so all these things started to start thinking when this one property you know made sense to me when i bought it for 11000 leverage i said why not to buy second and third and fourth at mm-hmm. that time did you i mean there wasn't really the internet back then how did you learn about analyzing the deal you know you got $1000 rent then $100 for maintenance $100 for capex how did you learn that stuff where did you okay not- very good point i think you know always i have been with the notion that if you want to know something good about something you want to get into you find the people who know this right so actually because i i lucked out to be truthful i had people friend circle who were doing this already right so i said hey i can, can i buy you lunch can we meet together and then they did it on a napkin because they were owning these single family homes too right so they said vinny hey this is how it works this is how much rent comes and i pay this i pay this i pay this and i'm an engineer right and mathematically i'm very sound so it just grabbed on me you know i said oh my gosh that makes sense i mean you know this is the money coming in this is the money going out 
And if it's positive cash flow right here, it makes no reason why shouldn't I buy it? That's how I did it, you know. And then it was just one after the other. I mean, I remember uh, getting an email or somebody recommended me. I'm very big in also going on getting, if somebody gives me some lead, I go to the nth degree, you know. I just act on it right away. That's me. I find out today I want to get into it today. <laughs> no procrastination in my blood. I mean, my wife tells me, she says, I can never sleep in. I mean, if I'm up at five, I can never lie down in the bed after five. If I'm up, I'm up. I'll come into my office, you know, at five. I start reading a lot of stuff, you know, books. I must have spent, Lane, about maybe three to five to about $1,000 every year all my life in personal development, if I may say so, every year. I just gave away 300 books from my library because I couldn't keep up with so many books I buy. And I like to always write my signature on the book the day I bought it. I And I buy from Amazon, by the way. I'd love to ask your audience to go to Amazon. Whenever you want to buy a book, you never buy a brand new book, by the way. You look for right below the, there is a uh, new and used books, right? Or CDs or whatever. You click on that and that's where you buy the books for a dollar or one cent even. You pay for shipping more, but you pay one cent for the book. It's amazing. It's a big trick. So you never buy a book. But then the other thing is now we have eBay, we have Yahoo, we have Google. Just go to eBay. I remember buying this one CD, one DVD or CD, which had 24 audio programs already put together from big, big, you know, I don't know how they did it. I bought it legally from Craigslist and I would always use my, you know, automobile as automobile university. That is the best thing we can do. Every time we are in the car, every time we are in the office, we need to be listening to good stuff. You know, our podcasts. I listen to 15 podcasts now every week and audio audible.com and all that. I just found out something about Blinkist, I think, .com. I just subscribed to it because I don't have too much time, but I want to know the gist of the program, you know, for a book, right? Yeah. You can read 400 pages and find out what good things you take from there. But with Blinklist, I'm just giving them a little ad, but they don't pay me any money. <laughs> but, you know, that gives me summary. In about 15 minutes, I can understand the whole book anyway. Yeah, so, that's something I, I actually was looking at that yesterday. I had my free day of use. Did you? And I used it yesterday, <laughs> um, you know, because I listen to like 50 podcasts a day. Oh, yeah. Or I, I subscribe about 50. And then yes. you know, it's just probably like four hours a day. So I need to listen at two Love and a half it. speed. So. I didn't yeah, read two and a half. You are much better than me. I do one and a half at this time. <laughs> but that's yeah, the splink list was kind of an interesting thing. Summarize it, like you said, in like a five, ten minute summary, yeah. audio summary. But I don't know. I think I need to read the audiobook because I think what happens is when you listen to it in the slow mode, one point yeah. five speed, subconscious will create action items and things to do it. I see. Yeah. Good point. Hmm. That's but interesting. I'm still, let me know what your thoughts on, because I just had one you know, day of this. Lynn, one thing I would like to mention, you know, I think my progress, and I've done all right, I always like to form systems. And I always like to say, you know, if I'm getting into this activity for the next half an hour, 
what will I take out of it, right? Which I can use right away. So that's my thing, action. I think everybody becomes very, very successful in life if we act on it. I talked to Tony Robbins, right, in one of the seminars. I said, Tony, you know, ask, I want to ask you. He may not remember me at all, but I've done the fire. I've done everything. I've broken boards and all with him, right, uh, in his course. But I asked him, I said, out of these 50,000 people, how many will really act on your message? I asked that same question to Tom Hopkins when he came to my company. You know, we paid $10,000 for that day. You know what he told me? He said, Winnie, 1%. 1% will even just do it because the rest of them are here to get make them feel good. You know, they are with successful people over there in the seminar. But when they go back, they will not change their habits. They would not act on it. And they will just postpone and postpone. And then the whole material they learned in these seminars is going to be gone. It's gone. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, going I, back to the I, books, an idea, you know, I was thinking about how to use this Blinkless thing. And I was thinking about, well, if I could read like a book a day in yeah. about 10 minutes, I'm going to make the spreadsheet and create what the book title was and then the action item in the other column. And what, what I love it. action item did it inspire? Because a lot of people read all these books, but they don't do Jack. I mean, it's better just to be, read one book a year and do that one thing than to read like a book a month or whatever. Amazing. Lane, you hit the nail on the head, buddy. I believe in what you just said. You know, it's one action. See, the thing is in life, it's 80-20 rule in every place. You know, in a day also, if you want to get the most out of the day, just find out what's that one thing. That's going to get the majority of result or two things. That's going to get the majority of the result, right? 80% of the action, uh, I mean, the results come from 20% of the activity. And sometimes even 5% of the activity will give you 95% of the result, you know, and we can do it. So I got I another one it. for you. So this Please. year I, I bought a thousand Starbucks cups, paper cups. Yeah. And they have that little thing on there with the decaf what kind of shot it is, but yeah. there's like four checkboxes. So I write what four things I'm going to get done in different categories of my life. And I get those done. And that's kind of my Gary Keller one thing. Love that. Oh my gosh. So these are cups and they're like one on top of another. So they don't take too much space, but you put them in your, you know, your closet or like that. But every day you take out one cup. Oh, I love that idea. And wow. the box is like so, a checkbook. checkbook. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. You know, it's amazing. I mean, I'd love to share with you something else. I'm a very goaler and your audiences too. You know, in life, you become the person you want to become by doing things slowly, slowly, incrementally, right? I always kept in mind my executive CEO, I don't want to say his name, but he's worth billions of dollars in USA. Uh, he's American and he's donated a lot of nice things. He was my mentor also for many years in my old company. I would like to, I'm totally respect for him. And the thing is, he said to me 40 years back, Vinny, what you want to become one day, you're in the process of becoming today. See, now, tomorrow, we need to be better than today. Day after tomorrow, we need to be better than day after tomorrow. You know, all that. And then you become a beautiful creature who is making great living. You know, I'm really glad to tell everybody, you know, that I'm making pretty handsome money. 
you know, in six figures, you know, seven figures, sorry, seven figures. I don't even know my numbers <laughs> and net worth in the eight figures, you know, high, you know. So the thing is, you can do it, but you got to do it incrementally. But one thing I wanted to mention was have an indelible impression of what you want to become. You got to write those affirmations that I'm in the process of becoming, you know, like secret. I really believe in secret book. I hope all your audience buys that. You know, again, I don't get any royalties or anything. Law of attraction. You just go on YouTube. YouTube is my biggest motivator for me. I put anything I need to know on YouTube. It teaches me. I go to Google, <laughs> you know, and it teaches me. It's again, you know, it's the drive to understand and teach and learn every day, you know, what we want to become. The thing I was saying was, you know, in my small car many years back, 35 years back, I needed to buy a new stereo, right, in the car. I didn't like the one old one. I took that stereo out. Guess what? For one month, I had no car radio. But in my mind, when I came into the car, I was doing selling and motivation speaking, right, and fundraising. I will look at that hole in the car every single day, 30 days. You think my sales improved? Yes, <laughs> because I wanted to make commission to buy me a nicer stereo. I don't know how much it was, 400 bucks. I didn't have money. But you know what? Those things make a difference. So you got to bring things in your life to really find why you want that. You know, the goal setting and then reading that goal in the morning and when you go to bed, have only four goals. I really believe in putting one page everything action business plan whatever we have of our life on one page but you know we could go into single family now then you know i'd like to mention that you know let me take you to another place now i bought a lot of homes then i contacted this broker in phoenix right he says vinnie and he showed me his uh, thing by the way he says vinnie it's better to lease option people are doing lease options now i knew that 22 years back Lease options where you take a more down payment from the resident or the tenant and you put them into a lease option to buy. I knew that way back when. And I bought my homes two in one day. In one day, I flew in there with my wife in Phoenix. He took a, he picked us up. It was very hot, by the way, 125 degrees. I still remember that. It was bad that day. But we bought two homes, brand new. One in surprise one in, you know, Phoenix. And it's still cash flowing excellently for me. But you know, the good part was I got down payment from the resident. It was turnkey, just like other people are selling now. I see on the internet all the time. But this was the best thing I did. I hooked on to some people, local brokers in the area that any of your investors want to buy and hook up with some good ones. Go to the top. Let me share that again. You know, again, my I'm opening up a new emerging market for my multifamily, right? I bought mm -hmm. 10 assets in the, you know, one market in Houston. I wouldn't mind saying that. Everybody is very negative about Houston. I'm very bullish on Houston. So you want to buy when people are not looking your way. I bought 10 of them in the last two years. Now I'm opening up, I don't mind saying that, Atlanta. I took seven months. It took me seven months to do my research. I made up my mind. I flew in there four days, met with the biggest cheeses 
in multifamily there, right? Because my business is multifamily now. I met with all the presidents, executive vice presidents, everybody, told them who I am from Adam. They didn't know me any time until I walked in the door and met with them, showed them my business plan, showed them what I've done, and now I'm getting off-market deals. That's exactly what your audience should do, is to get into, and you know, internet is so awesome now. Skype is free. They could do a video call with the broker. It's always good to put in your signature, your picture. For 40 years, I put my picture in my signature. We got to put that. You know, in my business card, I always had a picture in business card, always, because it's like you just met that person. If you see and, you know, you feel so good. Uh, nowadays, FaceTime is there, whatever, you know. But the thing is, it can be done in every facet of real estate, single family, duplexes, fourplexes. I will highly recommend that, you know, your audience goes for duplex rather than a single family home, because if one side it's empty, you still get money coming from the other side. I'm very bullish on fourplexes because now you are mitigating the risk. You know, if one goes empty, you still have three other, uh, you know, filled in to pay the mortgage and everything, right? So I like to do, you know, higher number. That's what I want to take you to my next acquisition in Bakersfield. I came across this property. There were four homes on an acre lot, single family homes. You think Vinu was interested? Yes, I was. I bought that damn thing. <laughs> you know, why not? Because that made sense to me. I said, you know what? My management company can be right there at one lot right there. And, uh, you know, I hired, I, my good friend is there. And then, you know, we are now managing for the last many years these four homes, and I just pay a very small amount to the management company, and they love managing it for me. And then I bought, because the location is next to the church, I thought maybe later on, these are older homes, by the way, I might, you know what I had in back of my mind lane? Then I'm going to clear up all these, move these houses somewhere else or sell them, move them, and I'll buy, uh, built a 32-unit apartment building. <laughs> So you always want to look outside the nine dots, you know. I heard you say Atlanta, so I just shot you that 88 unit I got from that hey, wholesale. All right. I would love to do these networking things I do always, you know. That's what I don't it's all want about. To we all need a team up. Yeah, that's right? all about. Really it is, you know, Lane. One more thing I did was I'm a broker in California, right? But I made a decision 10 years back, which has served me so well. Let me tell you the secret. The thing is, that you can have a buyer broker or you can deal with the listing broker every time, every single day of the day, of the of the week. In other words, even if single family, you could directly call the listing broker or you could go into an area and sign a contract and you say to one broker, okay, find me a property, right? Now he's going to be your buyer broker. I made a decision many years back, 10 years back, that when I buy either single family or double family or triple or whatever, uh, multifamily, I'm not going to take commission thing because any purchaser can get commission split. Did you know that? I don't know if your audience know it. 
But the thing well, is, I, I know Vinny because I listened to your webinar. Oh, real estate, you real yeah, estate. Yeah, that's why I yeah. listen, that's why I heard this little trick before. Oh, thank you, thank you, Lane. And actually, I'm now I'm syndicating. I just got the domain name Multifamily Syndication Academy, and I'm working on a whole big everything I I learned in the last twelve years. I'll be giving it to my students. You know everything. All my forms, everything I perfected, all these, you know, so my new university will be opening up. You know, it will take some time. I know some people are paying $10,000. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. I can <laughs> believe it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And no, but I have smaller too, by the way. I, I don't. I shouldn't be promoting my course. I have 1997, 2997, and then 5,000 and 10,000, whatever. But, you know, I give everything what I know of, everything I know. And they get all my contacts. They get everything. But let's talk about this split commission. When we bought our home, Lane, guess what? It was $210,000. Do you think I went to a broker to show me that house? No. I was going around myself, and I saw the, you know, open house sign and I went in there. I said, are you the listing agent? No. Guess what? The listing agent had another agent filling up for her because this was a newbie, right? So she asked me, she says, oh, do you have a broker? I said, no, 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 no. I only deal with listing. This is buying my own home. All right. Guess what? Long story short, we bought that house. I got 3% of $210,000 almost a $6,000 at closing in my pocket. Because as a buyer for single family home, you do not have to be a broker or agent. You can buy yourself directly from the listing broker and you can deal with them and ask them to split commission. But you know, again, it's up to you. In my case, what I do now with multifamily, and I buy $8 million, $10 million, $15 million deals. So guess what? Their split commission is a lot higher. It's 2% of $10 million. That's $200,000. Lane, I could be short-sighted and ask them to say, hey, give me $200,000, right? But since I'm a syndicator, I have to disclose that with my investors and investors can maybe say, Vinnie, keep 100, you know, give us 100 or put it into the closing cost or like that. But I decided 10 years back with my old company and new company, I will never take my split commission. Aha. What does that mean? Now, my broker, listing broker is going to make how much? 2% of me and 2% from the seller, $400,000 when he closes with me on this multifamily $10 million deal. Hold on. Now he's got another broker who brings the deal, right? Do you think he's going to give me more credence or, you know, he's going to listen to me more? Yes. He wants to make double the commission. If he splits it with this other broker, of course, you know, there are laws and everything, regulations, and I jump on the, you know, deals much faster Right away, in minutes or hours of doing my underwriting, which I have perfected it, I do these things so quickly that these people from the other buyer brokers can't even come in into my off-market deals. The brokers now are loving Vinnie Chopra. That's what I did in Houston. 
all five of them, ARA, Marcus Millichap, Property, Multifamily, Houston Income, everybody loves me there. And they will call Vinnie Chopra when they are talking to the seller on a napkin, <laughs> you know, because they know they're going to make double the commission. So that is a trick. I would like all your investors to do that, really. It just sets you apart. If you are easy to work with your broker, with your loan broker, with your attorney, with your due diligence team, you will go so high in this business. It's amazing. I think there is no simple profession, no single profession like real estate. I wish I was in it more than 20 years back, but that's okay. I never look back. I always look forward because we can't change it. We cannot change 30 seconds back or half an hour back, but we can definitely change the next 30 seconds or next minute or next 30 minutes, right? Do you agree with me? Agreed. Let's really <laughs> do look back. Yeah, okay. Sarah, what's your worst life and business moment and what did you do after just so that we can learn from it? Gosh, you know, I've had a lot of worse, uh, you know, things, but I think the books have taught me, I think quite a lot. Listening to tapes have taught me. I was not really that positive person, Lane. I remember getting hit while I was selling Bibles 40 years back outside Atlanta. Life is a circle. I'm going back to Atlanta. Can you believe? And I sold in this city that I'm buying this property, by the way. <laughs> you know, I got hit by a car, you know, because I was walking with my sales case and selling encyclopedias and educational and Bible books, you know. This is many years back, right? But that didn't hurt, you know, that didn't put me down. I said, so what, you know, went to the doctor and everything and they took care of me. And then I, you know, got a bicycle, <laughs> bicycle can you believe right there in atlanta going bicycle riding and going selling things but you know you do things what you want to do and you never look if it's demeaning or whatever it was never demeaning i mean i had such a big thick accent that was my biggest hardship coming to usa but guess what i used it to a positive thing i would just say by the way may i come in and they won't understand me right at the door but they said, you know what, this is kind of nice guy, smiley guy, come on in, right? <laughs> so I'll just go in. Let's talk about some other adversities in my lot of adversities in my life, lots of them. I mean, you know, let's think about when I was uh, made manager with my motivation speaking, right, business, and my people were not doing well. I was just floundering, you know? And then I bought that book. Oh, my gosh. Stephen Covey's book, First Things First. That was my savior. Whenever I had adversity hit, hit me, I always went into maybe half an hour or one hour of seclusion. My bounce back time is very low. Because if you go in a spiral, if you're negative and you take that adversity to your heart, it takes you spiral down. That's the worst thing one can do. We need to be totally out of it. And the way we can get out of it is you put it down. You say, I'm still alive. I did not do anything wrong. My decisions were wrong. From the information I got, move forward. I, I may just share a personal story with your audience. And these are different, different audience. You know, we had a adversity hit our home. 
our daughter, beautiful daughter, 26 years of age, we got diagnosed as aplastic anemia, which was a situation of bone marrow transplant. She needed a bone marrow. But, you know, we didn't know if she's going to survive next day and next month. I mean, I just gave up all my motivation speaking. My staff was in, you know, systems were in place. They took over and I became a father and my wife to save our life, you know, for our daughter. That was our number one goal. Any parent will do it. And guess what? I'm so happy to say after four years, we have accomplished that goal. And she's well. We got the operation done. It is one of a kind in the whole world, actually. She was the 20th patient at NIH. And I'm really, really happy. She's having a living, meaningful life. A miracle has happened in our life. Gives me the strength. And I always looked at that opportunity. My 40 years of motivation speaking or 37 years was preparing. God was preparing our family and me to handle that challenge. A lot of people would have given up. You know, a lot of people would have said, you know what? Oh, my gosh, I cannot do anything. I called all over the world, all over the world, literally, different countries, different meetings, different things to find the match, which every parent will do it. But we did it. And that's so glad. Everybody has adversities in life. And, you know, the best thing is to keep your chin up, to always, you know, uh, one thing I would like to mention, and I give that example always, is magnifying glass example. Magnifying glass If you carry that outside and you take it, you know, it's sunny outside, you try to put on your palm, right? You put your, make your fist on the left side and put it down on the back of your fist. You put this magnifying glass so that the sun rays are coming on top of your skin and you bring it so that the sun rays are concentrated into a small dot. See, when it becomes a dot, you feel the sensation of that fire, that energy, which is converted into a little dot, and then it starts burning your skin. That is what is in life. Focus. Focus is power. See, when we get single-minded about what we want to accomplish in life, that's what it's all about. That's the same magnifying glass. You know, if we get focused, narrow it down, I want to buy one home or four homes or seven homes, you know, this this year, 2017. We just started. It's the sixth of the month, right, of January. I would highly recommend your, you know, audience to have weekly goal, monthly goal, and then quarterly goal, and then yearly goal. And then inspect and give feedback. Nothing can be worse then we don't give a very good feedback and hold ourselves accountable if we did the activities to get the results. See, results are one thing. Goal is one thing. What will it take to achieve that goal is most important. It's the daily activity. It's the procrastination that kills us. In society, procrastination kills us. We need to not be ready to just take the elevator to the top. We cannot. We have to take steps, step by step, take the stairs. My very good friend, Rory, you know, Waden has written a book, which is a New York Stocks top seller. I would highly recommend your audience to buy that book, taking the, uh, taking the step. He just came with another top seller, Procrastination. It's amazing. He learned these things also 
but he put them all into book form and everything and workbooks and all. He's a very successful writer and motivator and all. But anyway, the reason behind everything we want to do in life, it starts with our conviction. It happens twice. One is in our mind feeling that, yes, I'm going to achieve it. Secondly, it happens again. Stephen Covey says that, you know, manifestation, law of attraction says that's the same thing. Manifestation only happens physically in physical terms if it's only one in the mental terms. If in mental terms, I understand Vinny's going to be getting five multifamily. I don't know, maybe 10. I never thought I'll have 10 in two years. I just set a goal at four to be truthful. But once I reached it, you never stay stagnant. You go next and next. Who's there? The thing is, one should really, really share their goals with their family, friend, and everybody. They know those people who care, not to the people who will put you down. Sorry, I have to say that. <laughs> you know, I decided in my business in real estate, I will have zero money from my relatives, zero money from my family, zero money from my friend circle, which we have about 100, 150 families, you know, in the Bay Area. They don't even know what I do. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> right. A lot. I mean, a lot of times your friends and family, they're the ones that care about you the most and they don't want you to see you fail, but that you really need to just go for it. And uh, some of the not so close friends yeah. secretively want you to fail because it shows yeah. that they didn't go for it. Exactly. Exactly. But, you know, let them criticize you. Don't worry a bit, you know, just let it go off your shoulder. Don't worry about it because people who criticize are really the ones who lose out. I'm telling you, happens all the time. I've seen it in 40 years. The biggest criticizing people are the ones who never got anywhere. Really, the people who take action and they don't worry about who is criticizing, they're focused. Even aeroplane, I give that example in my teaching, you know. I'll be doing a lot of motivational seminars too, by the way. So I'm thinking about building another academy which will be on happiness and, you know, success academy. I'm thinking about, I do want to do a lot of recordings. That's all I need to do. But, you know, aeroplane, when it takes off from New York and it's coming to Los Angeles, everybody knows it takes off against the wind. And then during the course, it is never going in one direction, straight direction. If you put an arrow from New York to uh, Los Angeles in the air, it's never going in that path because it comes with all these different factors. That's how the life is. We never go to the goal directly, never can achieve that. We'll have obstacles, we'll have different things, you know, happen, different situations, and we have to go around them or above them or through them. That is where it is. Same thing, just like aeroplane, it starts from one place, sometimes it goes in a different direction. And aeroplane doesn't even fly straight, by the way. It flies sideways. Sometimes it flies straight, sometimes sideways. That's what this life is also. We have to fly sideways. We have to take bump down. If it's a little rougher on the top, we take go down a little bit. Just like from 30 feet, 30,000 feet, the pilot says, I'm going to take it down to 25, you know, a little bit lower. I don't know what the nautical terms are. But, you know, that's what life is about. We need to just see what's the adversity, try to predict it. 
But you know what? One thing I'd like to tell your audience, never, never, ever assume anything. Don't assume anything. Many of us try to psychologically psych ourselves up for the negatives, which never will happen. 87% of negative situations never happen in life. But we are getting consumed with that negative feeling today for some things which will be happening, which they never happen. It's ridiculous. All we need to do is live in the present, live in today. Live in today, not even yesterday. Just like I said, not even 30 seconds back or half an hour, half a minute back. It's done. It's done. Let's talk about what can I do in the next 30 minutes and 50 minutes. That's how I do in my life. I've compartmentalized everything. I can do many sorts of work, everything at this, like in different pieces, right? But in day. I look at my activity and I say, okay, what's a good solid person with my knowledge and my background should take this activity to do? Oh, it's half an hour. Wow. Can I spare half an hour to get that thing accomplished and do it right? Surely. Or can I beat that half an hour? It's good to get a timer, by the way. If your audience can buy a timer, you know, put it on their desk. That's what I used to do. When I talk to my brokers, when I talk to my, you know, investors, I have a mirror on my on my desk. Actually, I gave my mirror to all my sales consultants, you know, in my old business. I sent them a CD case. Back then we had CDs for the Automobile University. And I wrote it there, our region's name and Automobile University. And then I'll send them these different CDs and this and that so that they can be listening. Nowadays, it's so easy. It's so easy, you know, to do it on the iPhone, iPad. I mean, iPhone, I buy the best ever iPhone with the highest GB, you know, uh, the gigabyte, like 256. The iPhone 8 is coming next year or this year. This year it's coming. I'm waiting for it. It's going to be a combination. What I hear on the YouTube taught me is going to be iPhone and Samsung together. Together, everything is going to be there now, which I'm looking forward to it, by the way. <laughs> you know, but the good part is that we need to systematize when to build systems and then let it just rip it apart. Whatever they want to become good at, just rip it. Let me give you another example. My old company, we hired, multifamily now, hired a property management company. I don't want to say their name, but they were managing 38,000 units. I said, okay, got the owner involved, got the vice presidents involved, but they just did not do, I, I don't want to say their name, they'll kill me, <laughs> you know, but they didn't do anything good for me, for my properties. I mean, I was sitting down with them. They couldn't tell me what the cash flow was. They said, Mr. Chopra, we are accrual and actual. Holy cow, tell me one thing. I need to know what's my cash flow. They could not give it to me for nine months. Every month, same old problem, same old problem. I said, I'm fighting you guys. I mean, I didn't tell them. But then I said, I want to build my multifamily management company. Guess who I go to? I go to the number one person, my mentor, who is the property management guru that he uses I hired her for 15000 I think. I remember back then. We didn't have much money, but we did. And we did it. She flew down to San Antonio, and she built my company, my partners and my company together. 
within 15 days, I built a brand new company in management. Did I pay some price? Yes, I ended up paying 27,000. But you know what? It would have taken me three years and I would have gone over so many mistakes and lost money left and right. So it's best to learn the business from the very best and also to act on it, not put that money go to waste. And that's the key because now I have ideal management group, which we're closing down, you know, ideal investment. The investors are going to get their monies back. It's been seven, eight years now. You know, we have been in business and I open new companies. So I have a new management company and acquisition company that I'm, you know, 100% CEO of. But the thing I'm mentioning is that I hope your audience will really invest in themselves. Don't worry about getting free stuff on the internet. You'll get a lot of free stuff and everybody will tell you in different directions. You need to have a coach, you know, like Lane or somebody, you know, in single family who are really passionate about it, you know, and not me because I'm not in single family. Multifamily, yes, come to me or your friends who are in multifamily, come to me, you know, <laughs> but there are a lot of other gurus, you know, I'm not the only one. Don't worry about it. But, you know, I am so excited to have this platform, Lane, with you, buddy. I really, really want to thank you for your time. And if you want me to, I can give my, you know, phone number. I would love to, you know, hear, but you know, single family, I cannot help. So maybe, uh, you know, if you know somebody who wants to be in multifamily, my phone number is 925-766-3518. And my email address is Vinny, V-I-N-N-E-Y, Vinny, with an E in there, Vinny, at monilig.com that's our kids name monica and neil so it's m-o-n-e-i-l i-g is the abbreviation for investmentgroup.com and then you know my lectures are but i think you know there's a multifamily at realstateu.com but i'm starting my own academy and all lane can i ask answer any more questions buddy for you the only one that you didn't get was what's something that you want to burn your cash on for time savings or improvement of quality of life whenever one does well we should be really giving it back to the community to charities there are a lot of people in this world i don't know if that's the right answer but we also i think uh, vacations are very big in my family vacation and all try to do a lot of them last year was a great year and we did a lot of vacations you know the big thing is you know i want to impart my knowledge to a lot of people as many as i can i'm not a coach i don't want to tie myself down but i'll be you know doing some very strong webinars where all my systems are uh, you know, taught, you know, and they can learn. Something that cool that you've bought. Give us some oh, ideas. Oh, wonderful. I would love to say that I bought, I will actually at least it. I went there for the $50,000 check. I will be first one to say I went to BMW dealership. I've owned Lexuses and Mercedes. I do have a goal, which anybody will Maserati and or Porsche, which will be able to buy. I can buy today, but you know, take, give it time and then moving into a bigger home, $3 million home. That's why another goal I have in my mind, you know, we live in about 1.4, $1.5 million home now 
in California. I want to move into a country club. You know, those physical things, you know, material things. But the car, I would like to mention that BMW, the number one model top, it's like a sedan, a $106,000 car. So I was going to, you know, we have bought cars for thirty, forty thousand. But by doing good in life, you know, also enjoy it. It's not all money, you know. You're gonna enjoy. So this uh, gentleman said, "Mr. Vinny, what are you doing? You are giving five fifty thousand dollar check for down payment. Just lease the car because all these most expensive cars, nobody buys them." He says, "Very few people buy them. You just take it out of the parking lot with six thousand dollar down and payment." And the best part was my CPA told me all that payment is deductible in taxes legally because it's a business car. I do all my business in this BMW 740 Li. That's what I did, you know. And so by leasing it, I'm three years, I'm going to get a brand new one. So I'll buy that 760. I think it's coming up with some more gadgets, <laughs> I heard, you know, with the reclining seat and massaging and remote controls and all that stuff. <laughs> Is that car 6,500 pounds or heavier? Or? I know. I think 60. It's a. Is it 6,500, which kind of gives you some special rebate? No, 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 no. It can be any. That's only for 179. What's that called? Code. The where you can write out the car. Deduction. Yeah, yeah. For that one, you do get that special uh, rebate, but not this car. I don't think so. I got it. But my CPA is very good. I don't like to do anything hanky-panky. Straightforward. You know, I would rather I paid. I, I don't want to say that, but I paid a lot of tax last year and I'll be paying lot of tax this year. But, you know, my, my son says, Dad, when you make money, you pay up. <laughs> Right. You want to pay more taxes because that means yes, you Yes, yes, yes. You know, but at the same token, I do have two attorneys I'm working with and wealth coach, wealth, you know, and then uh, insurance company. So they are giving me some really good advice how to legally do what Donald Trump is doing and all that, you know, which is good to do that. you got to seek out to learn these tricks of the trade. As you start making, you know, over two million, three million like that, you know, I mean, otherwise you end up paying 54 percent, giving it back. But you do these C structures and uh, LCC structures and all that. So I'm learning, but I'm also shrewd in that sense. So I'm buying defined benefit plans and others and combination of things, you know, which gives tax credits and all, which will set my wife and I up for whole life. Yeah, I'm going to have to do a show on leasing vehicles because that's, an, I think, better way than Please do. Vehicles. Please do, Lane. I think that's a great idea, buddy. Yeah, I think that's a one good heck way to do it. And the good part is it's all deductible. And, you know, I mean, we need to be looking at what savvy investors are doing. Savvy companies do that all the time. They got the biggest and the brightest CPAs and lawyers on their payroll, but you and I cannot afford. But I would like to really mention to your audience to really get legal Zoom. I'm not promoting. They don't pay me any money. But that way, or use the website Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, Fiverr.com. I'm getting so much done for pennies. I'm getting so much work done. One of my students used that for a lawyer. Can you believe it? There was a lawyer right there on Fiverr. He paid $30 for getting a release contract put together for him for 30 bucks. And he said, Vinny, I paid $10 tip. <laughs> 
to the lawyer <laughs> to the lawyer you know and i'm getting just to let you know my whole lectures how many lectures i gave 60 lectures i think i found on fiverr this transcribing service she advertised for $5 right but they had limitations how many minutes of lectures can be transcribed i gave her i told her how much and gave her link to my dropbox and all after she we were talking she says $283 that's all i got my 60 lectures transcribed with the pictures and everything <laughs> from my videos into for my book i'm using fiverr too and they're charging me 5 bucks for every 20 minutes but excellent 15 bucks. I mean, I save like three hours, two, three hours of my time. And it's not it. like I have two or three hours every day. That's like two days of work for me. I know. I know, Lane. If you don't mind, buddy, if you will recommend me that person, I would love to deal if they have time. Of course, you will come first because I'm dealing now with few. I have five virtual assistants. I would love to tell your audience. I believe in systems. My one virtual assistant I got from Upwork.com. That's another website. upwork.com i would go to fiverr by the way i was introduced to fiverr afterwards that's much cheaper upwork is i'm having my graphic artists is from uh, philippines i give her job in the morning she does it when she's awake i sleep she's awake and she gets it to me so my whole company set up with all these beautiful brochures i pay 30 dollars to her for my new logos she gives me 15 to 20 different renditions of the logos and then i do as many revisions i want for 30 bucks or 50 bucks or something and then she designs all my flyers for the properties and everything all my business plans are all designed by her and then i bought oh my god adobe adobe or something shutterfly shutterfly talk i bought 500 pictures i don't like to take other pictures and get sued by them you know by somebody so i have my own artist's pictures that i bought from shutterfly copyrighted it so i can use those 500 pictures now in my brochures in my business for anything i want i like that then i have my webmaster from pakistan that he's from rawalpindi pakistan one of the very best he can design any website for about $800 people oh. wanted to charge me 4 4000 he did it for 800 i'll shoot you out those links later and, and another oh, trick perfect. i've heard is people are using the craigslist from the philippines to find vas that way that way you can cut out all the fiber oh my upwork. gosh i love But, it um, i'm not the govini i got to get back oh, to work and uh Thank Another you. reason is, you know, it's me being cheap again. We're running up against 60 minutes on the dot here in oh, 20 okay, seconds. Okay. We need to if, finish if it up. If we go over, I'm going to have to pay another $5. No, no, no. Thank you, Lane. <laughs> you do a great job. Good and happy and God bless you, bud. All right. Thanks, Annie. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. This website offers very general information concerning real estate for investment purposes. Every investor situation is unique. Always seek the services of licensed third-party appraisers and inspectors to verify the value and condition of any property you intend to purchase. Use the services of professional title and escrow companies and licensed tax, investment, and or legal advisor before relying on any information contained herein. Information is not guaranteed as in every investment there is risk. The content found here is just my opinion and things change. and i reserve the right to change my mind above all else do your own analysis and think for yourself because in the end you're the only person who is going to look out for your best interests